Hi, it's Finn Dwyer from the Irish History Podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. Please, please, please follow the government's advice right now, which is currently to stay at home where possible. While you're staying at home, I would recommend another great show that's worth checking out. It's Unexplained by Richard McLean Smith. It's a beautifully produced and gripping show that looks at unusual and sometimes unnerving occurrences from the past and present. It's perfect escapism. Check out Unexplained on the Acast app or wherever you get podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm Andrew Musgrove and it's time for our weekend preview. It's Newcastle United versus Watford in the FA Cup fourth round. It took Newcastle a little bit of a while to get to this stage, but here we are. I'm joined by Chris Woff, um, who I think is looking forward to the game, but is dreading a, a, a midweek trip to Watford should the inevitable uh, replay happen. Chris, what are your thoughts about Saturday? Is it going to be a strong team or do you foresee, you know, once again, the, the priority of the Premier League um, coming to the surface? Well, I think when we hear from Rafa Benitez on Friday, he will insist it is a strong team, but there will be caveats to that the likes of Modi Army and John Joe Shelby, who jo- Shelby we've seen in training this week, I think is unlikely to be risked maybe on the bench, but I don't think you're likely to see any risks taken by anyone who's had injuries or the issues, maybe someone like Federico Fernandez as well, who was ill last weekend. So I think that there will be changes to the side who beat Cardiff City last weekend, possibly Rondon maybe rested, uh, possibly a couple of the defenders maybe rested and, and, they haven't really got too many options in midfield, but Hayden might come out again, some like share cover in. Uh, Woodman will probably start in goal as well. So I think there will be changes, but there will also be a few senior presence in there. Probably similar-ish sort of team to the one who won at Blackburn, maybe a little bit stronger. Um, but the, the focus obviously is going to be on Tuesday night and the following Saturday and those two matches. So I think that we will see a few changes, but not necessarily as many as there were for the initial Blackburn tie. I mean, some might argue that it is Manchester City on the Tuesday night, which is the result is a pretty much foregone conclusion. So why not play a stronger side than one usually might and actually go for it? And and let's get through this fifth round for the first time, what, since 2005? I do understand that argument, but at the same time, the thing with the Man City game is, for me, is crucial that although I expect Newcastle to lose that, it's crucial they don't get hammered in that game because their goal difference has started to improve again the last couple of weeks. It is a point of difference for them. And so they want to make sure that that doesn't suddenly go in one game against a Man City team. We put nine past Burton earlier this month, seven past Rotherham. You need to make sure that you are protecting that. And so the focus still has to be on the Premier League primarily. But the fact that uh, Newcastle have this game, haven't had a week uh, since they've played Cardiff I think there is a chance to be a bit of a stronger team I'll be very disappointed if there's as many changes as there were for the initial Blackburn game the replay if there's a similar team to that maybe one or two uh, extra bodies in as well I think that will be a reasonable team because I do think that the fringe players still do need a chance Cal Roberts obviously scored a goal away at Blackburn if someone like him plays I think that'll be a decent opportunity for them Sean Longstaff I expect to continue but Probably he's going to play on Tuesday night as well, unless the army and Shelby improve fitness-wise. So it, it is a great opportunity for Newcastle to get in the fifth round of the FA Cup in one sense, but I also think that Watford will really be licking their lips looking at this tie because they're going to be safe in the Premier League. They can really focus on this game, and for them, last 16 in the FA Cup and, and going on a cup run probably is uh, higher up on the agenda than maybe it is at Newcastle. Uh, and this is going to be a short podcast because 
Um, tonight is the live event of the Everything is Black and White podcast, and that will be going out um, on Acast and iTunes and what have you um, on Friday. So look out for that one. And if you've got any spare change as well, it'll be good to donate to the uh, NUFC Fans Food Bank, which all ticket proceeds from tonight's event are going to. Um, but yeah, because I mean, the likely team on Saturday just is going to highlight once again Rafa Benitez's lack of options because we're probably going to see Josh Liu, um up front and he scored against Blackburn, but didn't really do much, hasn't really done much this season, minus you know the start of it. You know, a couple of good goals, but again, it just highlights the lack of options Benitez has got. And as much as it sounds harsh on Yoselu, when his name is on that team sheet, the fans just instantly go down a level. They just don't feel inspired. Yeah, that is a real issue. And the, the fact that Rondon played so well last weekend against Cardiff as well, it will be a disappointment if he doesn't start on Saturday, which I think Hosselu probably will have a chance of playing. I, I do feel sorry for Hosselu to a certain degree because he really does uh, work so hard and a large parts of his game I actually think are quite positive, his link-up play and things like that, but he just isn't enough of a goal threat. He isn't, in my opinion, a Premier League striker. I think he's he's someone who would be more comfortable maybe operating in the Championship or elsewhere. The pressure tends to get to him when he's in front of goal. Rafa Benitez, both publicly and privately, has said on many occasions... On, in training, Hosselu is the best player and he scores all the time. Well, that may be the case, but it's about being able to do that on a Saturday afternoon in the pressure environment and he doesn't do it often enough, uh, unfortunately. It does show the lack of options that Benitez has at his disposal. I also think that to a certain degree it is a choice from the manager, a choice that I support and I would, in if I was in Benitez's position, be doing as well. Um, to make as many changes as he has been but th- he does have a lack of options but at the same time he could also say a cup run will benefit us you saw how much of a lift the fact Newcastle won on the Tuesday night gave them for the Cardiff game I think that w- one followed the other they gained confidence from scoring four goals and so they were able to then go and score three against Cardiff if they win against Watford that's suddenly three wins in a row even if two of them are in the FA Cup and suddenly that gives everyone a bit of a lift and I think that the sometimes uh, the positivity and confidence gained from winning can be understated. I was speaking to Mick Quinn the other day and he said, make no mistake, I think I don't think fans sometimes quite comprehend how m- much confidence and self-belief plays in the way that a player uh, can perform on a Saturday. I mean, I agree. Um, but you just look at it and you think, if Yadon plays, gets injured, he's then got to turn to, to Mancolo or Jamie Sterry. If... Um, Rondon plays gets injured he's got to turn to Hoslu if Matt Ritchie gets injured you know who do you turn to then because Jacob Murphy doesn't seem to be able to cut it um, I mean the squad is, is 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 very thin even if even when everyone's back to full fitness you are literally just a couple of injuries away from from I don't know I don't want to use the word crisis but um, something uh, on the road towards that that is the reality of the situation unfortunately given the injuries Newcastle have, particularly in midfield at the moment, with Key having returned injured from the Asian Cup, something which I understand Newcastle are very annoyed about, and that they withdrew Key as soon as they learned that he'd had a recurrence of his injury. They requested that he return to Tyneside because they don't like how it's been dealt with out there. They didn't like the fact that he went so early in the first place. Um, and then also they've got Diarmi and Shelby still suffering from thigh and hip problems respectively. Dummett's got an injury. Yes, Newcastle are seriously depleted. Muto is going to be out of the Asian Cup for at least another week because uh, Japan have got to the semi-final now. So there's another player they're deprived of until at least the Spurs game, if not beyond. 
so yes, I agree that, that there is a lack of depth there in the Newcastle squad, but that's nothing new. And, and the reality is Newcastle are in the FA Cup. They've got to the fourth round. Benitez said he wanted to get to the fourth round. Well, that's where they are. They're in that position now. Surely if you want to get the fourth round, you want to advance into the fifth round as well. Otherwise, what was the point in doing so? So he's, he knew, he's known since December this was uh, the squad he had. Yes, he wanted reinforcements to arrive. He'd like to have been able to play players this weekend, but that hasn't happened. He has to work with what he's got and let's just hope that they can continue the momentum and get a win. Could we see Jordan Lukaku um, on Saturday? Or do you think time is just going to run out for him this weekend? Well, I've got a call in to the FA at the moment. I'm just waiting for a response, but I believe that he needs to be registered by midday on Friday and get it national clearance before he can play it on Saturday. Um, so I'll get that firmed up, but that's my understanding at the moment. If that's the case, well, he's he's en route to Tyneside as we speak. It's, what, 25 past four on Thursday afternoon. So there is, there is a chance that it could be done, but Newcastle will have to get all the paperwork done. They'll have to get all the agreement in place. Uh, it... Benitez is reluctant usually to throw a player straight in out of nowhere, having not trained with the team. But because this is an FA Cup game, maybe he will look at this a little bit differently. But just the fact that he is arriving, even if he isn't registered in time, as long as Newcastle hopefully get this deal completed, that gives everyone on Tyneside a bit of a lift that finally, as we enter the final week of the window, they are starting to make some transfer progress. And just a word on him. I mean, what do you know much about him? Is he the kind of player who can fit into that kind of wing-back role or is he much more of a left back that can that can really push Paul Dummett for competition I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I've seen an awful lot of, of Jordan Lukaku I've seen him a few times for Belgium but that's all uh, younger brother of, of Romelu 24 he plays as a wing back primarily is my understanding so that's the Newcastle's priority this month in terms of on that left side was saying an offensive left side defender by that what they essentially mean is someone who can play left back when Dummett's injured but primarily when Benitez chooses to play with three centre-backs and they want to play with wing-backs, they have Yedlin on one side and then on the other they have balance by bringing in uh, Jordan Lukaku. He's quite pacey, he's powerful like his brother Romelu um, and he's someone who uh, will give a bit of versatility down that side. My understanding is he wasn't necessarily first choice in that position but he's someone Newcastle first looked at in the summer uh, Benitez, I think, has had a few reservations about him, but eventually they've come around to the idea that he's someone who can come in. He had a serious knee injury last year, so there's a little bit of concern over that. But if he can stay fit, then finally Newcastle actually have an out-and-out left-back, and that means that Richie and Kennedy don't need to fill in that role anymore. And on Kennedy, do you foresee him being back in time? Obviously, toenail injury, a few off-field issues... Um, do you see him playing on Saturday? I think there's a reasonable chance he could. He's been pictured in training this week. Uh, Benitez said that he was touch and go for last weekend, so I think there is a decent chance he will be back this weekend. And then just your score prediction, but just before I do ask you a little bit of a stat here, not a very happy one, so if you have a nervous disposition, uh, probably just turn the volume down for the next 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, we go on your castle. Um, <laughs> I've gone out of the FA Cup in eight of the nine last um, games against Premier League opposition and they've never got past the fourth round of the mega I already mentioned that at the start so we'll forget about that one. or under Rafa Benitez but I suppose that's the same thing but Benitez but has actually, always got under the fourth round but. if you actually look at Benitez's record in the FA Cup it's not all that good well no it's it, in terms of he has won it though no, he has won it but I mean in general yeah, aside he, winning at Liverpool and then you look at the rest of his record at Liverpool he was knocked out by lower league opposition a couple of times and he didn't get as far as far as one might imagine. I had a little look and I thought, you know, we could do a story about this being Benitez's 
worst uh, FA Cup run as a manager kind of thing, worst history and all that. But actually, his stats in the FA Cup, aside from winning it, yes, aren't as aren't as um, good as I thought they might have been. I presume I presume that he would contest well. When I was at Liverpool, I was competing in the Champions League, so then I had two other competitions which are probably ahead of the Premier League. This is what I mean about. It, it, it in some I, I I fully appreciate the position Benitez is in now. I'll be doing the same as him, but I also think it's convenient that he is able to say about how he can't focus on the Premier League. There's always something else you could be focusing on, uh, and so he has to prioritize the Premier League over the FA Cup. But at the same time, as I say, I agree with that, and I, and I see I see why he's in this position. Right, come on then, let's have a positive prediction. Are Newcastle going to make it in the fifth round of the FA Cup? Uh, I, I'm afraid I'm not overly optimistic. I'm going to go 2-1 Watford. I, the last thing I want is a replay. I do, I do not want to be going to Watford on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, selfishly. Um, but certainly, I think this game is there potentially for Newcastle, but just the fact that Watford, even though they lost here at St. James' early in the season, first 45 minutes, I thought they were excellent. And I just think they come here with the freedom to really have a go at this competition. And so I'm going to go 2-1 to Watford, I'm afraid. Well, there you have it. If you head over to chroniclelive.co.uk, keep it with all the latest Newcastle Night news, including transfers and what have you. And if um, you do enjoy this podcast, please remember to like, subscribe, and give us a bit of a rating on whatever iTunes or Spotify, whatever podcast uh, supplier you go through. Thank you very much. How are you doing there? It is David from the David McWilliams podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. We're all following the government's advice right now. We're staying in. It's a little bit cocooning, but it's all working. So while you're staying at home, here's a recommendation of another great podcast. It's the Blind Boy podcast. He's an old mate. He's a great skin. He has extraordinarily interesting views of the world. Check it out.